this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's try. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome to a very special edition of the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. We got Samich with us today, too. You're laughing. Do you not like the opening, Samich? I, I had not seen the uh, AP comment in there before, so I loved it. <laughs> well, we're going to be live here this, or this evening for the national championship game, TCU in Georgia. We did this last year, Papa Dude. It was a lot of fun. Are you ready again this season? I am. We, we thought it was only going to be a half, and we were on for the entire game because everybody stuck with us. And we'll see what happens tonight. You know, some of us are some people thinking it's going to be a blowout, and we may be bored at the half. Who knows? That's just it. We're only committing for a half because yeah. uh, if it's thirty-five to nothing, thirty-five to seven, we're getting the hell out of here. We're not going to sit around <laughs> the second half. That's the luxury we have uh, of, of doing this uh, on our own here. So, listen, it's it's going to get interesting. I'll go ahead and just throw the lineup and the numbers up for you guys now to take a look at here. Uh, TCU. A 13-and-a-half-point underdog here. I don't think anybody really believes they're going to be able to hang over-under here set at 62. Uh, Samich, I'll kick it to you first. You are our guest. What do you think of these numbers? Where are you looking into this game? Yeah, it's interesting. The totals actually ticked down. Uh, it was as high as 64 at one point. It was 63 today at the start of the day. Uh, now it's 62. I like the over a little bit here. I I, I have it at 62 and a half. I bet it earlier today. Um, I, I kind of comped this game to LSU Georgia, where I, I felt Georgia was just able to move the ball up and down the field. LSU was able to hit some big plays and get some points up. I kind of expect a similar game here. I, I think at some point Georgia probably pulls away. Uh, do they win by two touchdowns? Not Sure. I think that's a pretty good number, that 13, 13 and a half number. Um, but I do like the over 62 uh, to kind of kick off my night here. It's going to be interesting to see what kind of game it is, what kind of flow happens in this game here. It's 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 definitely could be a lopsided one. What about you, Papa? Do, do you think this thing gets lopsided? Who are you going with? Well, I did some research, believe it or not. That's why you got me. And I went back to 1998. Since we had the playoffs, looked at the point spreads. Okay. Okay. All right. In 2000, Oklahoma was a 10 point underdog. Uh, they won. Right. And I think it was 2011, Miami was a 12 or 11 or 12 point underdog. They lost by seven. And in 2013, Florida State was an 11 point underdog and they beat Auburn. So two out of three times, these double-digit under, underdogs have played better than we think. And I remember back in 2000, nobody thought OU was going to beat Florida State, and they dominated them. So sometimes this happens. Uh, biggest point spread differential ever since 1998. This is the biggest favorite we've had. And I think a lot of it is because TCU is TCU. If they were playing Oklahoma, if they were playing Texas, if they were playing anybody else, I don't think it would be 13 and a half. I just don't think TCU gets any respect. We've watched them all year. We don't respect them like we should either. So I think the point spreads too much. I do. I, I don't think TCU wins, but I think they're going to keep this thing interesting for a while. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it right back at you here real quick because you mentioned the TCU not getting any respect because they're TCU. 
how do you compare this TCU team to say like Baker Mayfield's senior year at Oklahoma or Kyler Murray's year at Oklahoma? Because, uh, you know, yes, TCU not getting any respect because of the jersey, but is is that TCU team better than those Oklahoma teams that had, you know, most success basically in the playoff? You know, I don't know. Uh, I think they are. I think they're a little bit better defensively, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to see. When when you look at the statistics, and, and you start breaking it down, would you who would which one of the teams would you guys say have gained the most yards per game, Georgia or TCU? Wouldn't both of you probably say TCU? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, Georgia is averaging four hundred and ninety four a game. TCU four seventy five. So that that kind of stunned me when I looked at that. At that, uh, this Georgia defense is not near as good as last year statistically. They've given up three hundred and five yards per game. It was like two hundred and something last year going into this. So they're not quite as good defensively, and I don't think they're as good as they were last year. But I do think they're going to have to help the Horn Frogs. If the frogs have a chance, I think they're going to have to turn the ball over. I did. Samich, for me, it's the line of scrimmage. That's the the big worry for me. Can TCU match up? And I'm talking both lines. Can their offensive line hold up? Can their defensive line do anything to kind of neutralize Georgia uh, in the run game or get pressure on the quarterback? How do you see this matchup? Because this this does definitely have the feel of the bullies of the SEC versus uh, you know a, a Big Twelve school that's not uh, one of the powerhouses perennially. It does, um, but when you talk about the offensive and defensive line, the trenches really, and you look at the semifinal games, you would have said the exact same thing about Michigan TCU that Michigan should be able to manhandle them, and they they manhandled Ohio State, and Ohio State didn't have. I didn't think a glaring issue on in the trenches against Georgia and TCU, I thought was as physical or more physical than Michigan in that game. So if you look at the recent comps, TCU should be able to hold up. Now, motivation wise, I think you have a big edge on the TCU side. And that's why like the first half is going to be really interesting to me and whether or not Georgia is going to be able to, to create margin in the first half, because you mentioned Papa dude, the largest underdog ever. That's something Sonny Dykes is using tenfold in the locker room, right? No one believes in us. It's one of the most powerful thing in sports, the no one believes in us line. And that's exactly what you have from TCU side. This line's creeped up consistently, so it's gotten bigger and bigger dogs And we've got as we've gotten closer to the game. I, I don't think the line of scrimmage is going to be a huge issue, specifically in the first half. I think the second half is where you could see Georgia start dominating that line of scrimmage if they are able to get a lead and just run the ball down TCU's throats. But to Papadou's point, you talk about, you know, okay, you didn't expect the Georgie offense in that sense. There is better passing game than I think a lot of people would think. They, they can move, they can they can throw the ball around with Stetson Bennett when they need to, and they're able to set it up with the run as well. This is just one of those spots where I, I think you're going to see a relatively good game in the trenches. I think it's pretty evenly matched. I think both teams will have their way on the offensive side of the football. And, you know, I, I agree with Papadou, this Georgia team isn't as good as last year. The defense this year has faced better offenses as well. They, they've faced some teams that are pretty good, Tennessee, LSU, that both were able to put points up on them. They outscored them in those games. I would lean toward more of that shootout style here because of that. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting TCU to hold up pretty well in the trenches. 
I, it's funny you brought up the better offenses and we were together when Georgia played Tennessee and we just watched Georgia just dominate that Tennessee offense. And that's what has me worried about this game, fellas, and why I'm taking the Bulldogs and I'll even lay the 13 and a half. I just think when it comes right down to it, that defense will rise to the occasion. I, I want you to talk about Stetson Bennett a little bit, Papa Dude, because you've kind of been banging his drum ever since this night last year, really. You bragged about just how damn good he played in that game. He did. Everybody likes Max Dugan, and they should. He's like you described him as tough as a boot, but talk about Stetson Bennett. You can probably say the same about him. Yeah, he's one of these unheralded, unheralded guys, wasn't a five-star. Uh and, and then, therefore, he doesn't get the recognition he deserves. And, and another thing is the defense has been so good for Georgia that they get a lot of the recognition, too. I think this guy's underrated as heck. All he's done is won every game except one mm-hmm. since he's been the starter. What more do you want? And he was fantastic in the national championship game last year when he had to be. So I think he's really underrated. I think he's, I think he's good. I think he'll be fine. Another thing. What if here's another thing on this point spread? What if Michigan had somehow come back and won that game uh, last yeah. week? Would they be 13 and a half point underdogs? I don't think so. I, I don't think they would. So I, I, I just think TCU's got a shot at keeping this close. Um, I agree with Mike a lot. I, I, I thought they held up against Michigan and we didn't think they would. And I thought they did. And in Sonny Dykes, in the, the the factor where you're the big underdog, you've heard this for a whole week. Well, they've heard it all year. That plays a major part in getting off to a good start for sure. If they can somehow get ahead, the old pressure is going to get on Georgia. By the way, I think we ought to mention another thing. This Georgia team, defending national champions, fourteen and zero. Are they getting enough credit for going 14 and 0? That's pretty damn hard to do when you're coming off a national championship. It's pretty crazy. In every game, they've kind of just been like, well, yeah, Georgia's going to win. Oh, yeah. Every week, it's like, oh, yeah, well, Georgia will win. Well, Georgia, yeah. the only time anybody really doubted Georgia was that Tennessee game because they were coming off that huge Alabama win. Talk about Tennessee. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, and back to back national championships uh, there for Georgia. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, you can't take that lightly. That's not easy to do. So much one thing you talk about is live betting a lot on, uh, whether it be due to bet daily or the magic Mike show. Um, what are you looking at here? What's, what's kind of the keys here to your live betting first couple of drives? What do you, what do you want to have happen? Well, first off, the first half total today went from seven to seven and a half. So if you like Georgia in the first half, I would not bet it until after kickoff. Um, if TCU gets the ball, and if I'm TCU and I win the flip here, I'm taking the ball. And if yeah. I'm Georgia and I win the flip, I'm deferring to the second half. So TCU, in my mind, either way should get the ball here. If they do, that line will go to sub seven or at seven immediately, right? Because they, you get a, essentially an extra possession. So if you like Georgia here in the first half, I would wait until after the kickoff where I expect TCU to get the ball and then play Georgia minus six and a half or minus seven at that point. It's kind of a way to to skirt around that line and get the better of the number versus the worse of the number when you're betting right before a football game. Um, We're getting the coin toss right now, so obviously we'll find out if you're able to to use that. The other thing I'm interested in here is what the first quarter lines are going to be once this thing starts rolling. Uh, You can play these quarter lines pretty aggressively based on number of possessions left in a quarter. Both of these teams are about three to four minutes of possession when they score the football. So when we get to that 10-minute mark or so, 
you're going to have the team with the ball who will probably have two possessions versus one from the other team. And that's a good chance to be able to try and make some type of move in game in first quarter when you have a little better idea of who's going to have the ball those last two possessions of the first quarter. And TCU gets the ball first. Yeah, Georgia. Just, yep, Georgia won the toss and they deferred. And like yeah, JL's here with us. And uh, yeah, good call, Samich. So keep an eye. I, I am a 99.9% sure what I've got up on the screen will update with live odds once this thing kicks off. If it doesn't, I will update it very quickly. So it does. That's why I've got this up on the screen. So Samich, we're gonna we're gonna see here pretty quick. Yeah, and you might even see the line start to move now um, because you do have TCU getting the ball first here. So it's right now Georgia minus seven and a half, minus one twenty for the first half. Like I said, I would wait to see what happens here and see if you can get um, you can get that that number a little bit better and get under seven. The other thing that I like to do is when you have a big favorite, if the uh, if the dog gets the ball first and goes down and scores a touchdown, I generally like taking the over. Um, because that, if you see a dog able to put up points, you're going to see points, obviously, from the favorite. You're expected to see points from the favorite. So if the underdog puts up points early, that leans toward a over game, over first half. So if TCU is able to march down the field and score on this drive, that makes me start looking at that first half and full game over because you'd expect Georgia responds. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think this is going to be a very interesting opening drive. Uh, Papa Dude, listen, you're an underdog, 13 and a half points. You've got all the motivation, blah, blah, blah. You come out and go three and out. You're, I think you're in big trouble. What do you think TCU's got to do here? I mean, do they, is as simple as make a couple first downs, or they, they need points right here on this first drive? Oh, it would be huge if they could go get some points. I mean, that would set the stage, settle them down a little bit, and give them confidence. Well, it'll be interesting to see what their play calling is. Yeah, how aggressive will they get? That's going to yeah. be very interesting as well. Uh, if Throughout the night, I imagine Papa Dude will be a little ahead of Samich and I. Samich and I watching on YouTube TV, usually about 10 seconds behind. Papa Dude's not going to spoil it for us, though, right? No, no, I'll, I'll keep it to myself. But I am rooting for TCU. So if you see me jumping up and down, you know something could happen. Well, okay. Bovada's going to spoil it for us. They're already one play ahead of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, hold on now. They just had the kickoff. You haven't had the kickoff yet? I, I do now. I do now. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> well don't look at that up on the screen here. Yeah. All right. This is big. Max Dugan, can he get it going here? Uh, he's I, you know, they run the ball pretty well. I think they'll try to establish some sort of a running game. Listen, if they can't establish a run, that's going to be huge for them. I'm skeptical that they can do that, but I am. Uh, I, that would be huge for them if they can. And there you see, yes, the live yep. lines are up. It's now minus 14 and a half. So it changed upward. <laughs> that has me worried there might be a turnover about to happen. Yeah. I, haven't seen no, I will spoil. There was a penalty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you also, you saw minus six and a half for a split second after that kickoff. Minus six and a half, minus 130 for Georgia. Uh, it's something to look for if you are in-game betting or if you want to bet a first half. Whoever gets the ball, immediately you're going to see them get a half point, full point for the, for the side for the half. So it's a great way to get around those key numbers in certain spots. All right. Well, um, I don't think it's going well for Georgia based on these numbers. This is minus 15 and a half. So, so, I mean, TCU, I don't think it's going well for here. Uh, we will see what happens uh, in this game. So I've got the first down play. They're finally going to run it. And it doesn't look good. Nope, incomplete. Okay, well, um, they did go. They did go deep. They tried to go deep there the first play. He was open, Papa Dude. He was, and that's not a good sign either that Dugan didn't complete that pass because he was wide open. He, Samich, he had time at least, yeah. right? 
Yeah, I, I, from TCU's perspective, I like the throw there on first down. Uh, unfortunately, the penalty made it a little more likely, so the defense probably not playing the run as hard there. But I like the idea that you're able to throw. He had time, was able to move in the pocket, and he had a weak receiver open downfield. And that's something this TCU team has done exceptionally well all season is big plays. So yeah, it's whether or not they're able to get, get yeah, those big hit, plays. If he hits him in stride, it's probably going to be a big-time game. little screen pass for three here. So they're going to have third and long. That's not what they wanted right out of the gate here. Um, at all. Yeah. And Jason mentioned it here. Uh, sportsbooks are about 10 seconds ahead of the live broadcast, 10 to 15 seconds, depending on uh, the game and how it plays out. So it's one of the tough parts about in-game betting. Why often commercial betting is the best way to go, unless you're specifically looking to snipe a first half line like that Georgia six and a half. I remember last year, we, we, the commercials is where we really saw the lines, you know, move and we, we were able to concentrate and pick uh, what we wanted there as well. All right, third down and 12 for a TCU. They desperately need a first down. It's going to be tough to convert. He had time again and uh, kind of a poor throw. So three yeah. and out, Papa Dude. Not- it's not a good start for Max Dugan. Two misfires. He's got to play a great game to win. Well, I think the good news is he had time to throw both times, and he had guys that were open both times. But as Dennis says, this is going to get ugly if Dugan can't can't make plays. No, that's well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has to make plays. It's good obvious there, uh, Dennis. <laughs> yeah. Dennis is drunk tonight. He texts me. So. <laughs> oh, he's already? Okay. Yeah, so, well, Dennis will bear with us tonight as we go. Great field position for Georgia. Um Let's see if we get a commercial here and what this line. Yeah, let's, we might get one. Are we getting a commercial? No, no commercial. Going right to it. 16 and a half now. So if you bet Georgia minus 13 and a half, you're feeling good right now. You're two points ahead of what the current market is. If I was Georgia, I'd go deep right here. Oh. Yeah. Hey, uh, watch, the line, watch the line go down a little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Papa Dude says Georgia should go deep. Let's see if they go deep here. So they're not going to go deep. Well, they might now because they just got a penalty. <laughs> oh, we got another penalty here early. Mm-hmm. Both oh, yeah. teams have false started. And that was a run play. That was a pulling guard. Yep. yep. So they were going. They were going to run to the short side of the field there, where they didn't have the wide receivers. The back was already leaning that way as well. So it looked like the center screwed that one up. Everybody moved, but the center on that one. Yeah, I, I like the false start on everyone but the center calls. Right. My favorite false starts. Which isn't great for the center, ironically. So. <laughs> All right. Well, first and 15 here. We'll see what the Bulldogs can do. Boy, if they could get up 7 nothing early, it would be a big time, big time. Uh, and listen, I just ran the same play they would have ran on the first down or on the first play in the Gala Gate. So, yep. Found a nice hole there. Yeah. Not, not good. I, I'm not liking what I'm seeing for this being a competitive game already. I'm worried about it. But I came first, in worried about it. So first quarter total, it's sitting at 12 and a half. Seems a little interesting on the overside. We're only a minute and a half into this thing. If Georgia goes down and scores here, I would be surprised if you don't see two touchdowns in the first quarter. I think you're right about that one. And uh, Mark says he's the bar in St. Charles, Missouri. Very pro TCU. These people aren't very smart. Great place, St. Charles. A lot of nice bars over there. They think they're going to win. Well, well, yeah, maybe they're just rooting for him there, Mark. Uh, First down to the 34 now, two plays, slicing through him. They only rushed three. He had all day. They're going to have to get more pressure than that on him. Yeah. Uh, 
one thing you talked about, Papadou, with Stetson Bennett and, and how many how how many starts he has and how he's been a gamer. This mm-hmm. is a great time for him to be in this game because you talk about nerves in these championship games. He's been here before in the championship game, played a ton of big games in his career. This is one of those spots where Stetson Bennett probably not going to have an NFL career, maybe a backup, right? But yeah. this is a perfect game for him to be playing in in a big college spot. After some of the quarterbacks I saw in the NFL yesterday, <laughs> I think this guy can be in the NFL as a backup. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Sylvain wanted to know what we bet. I, I've got Georgia minus 13 and a half. I, I am just very, very confident they're going to blow them out. So uh, that's that's for me. Thomas, anything uh, Sylvain needs to root for here? I took over 62 and I took uh, minus six and a half, minus 130 in the first half for Georgia when it flashed real quick. Well, I think you're in good shape right now. Uh, right now, the live line up to 16 and a half. That over under at 60 and a half. Um, I think that's a. I would go over that for sure. I, I I just feel like this is a really good sign the way Georgia has sliced through them with a couple of plays, but two penalties for Georgia now as they got another illegal procedure. Um, we'll see if that matters. Georgia's out throwing it, man. There's a tight end screen. Pretty yeah. good call there. He got the penalty yardage back plus a lot, about eight, four or five more. So, wow. And they, they play sneaky quick too. They're not a team that likes to stand over the ball. Like you, you would expect. I mean, you, you think of Georgia, you think of, we're going to run down your throat. We're going to, we're going to run the play clock. They play pretty quickly. And that, that's one of the reasons why I do t- lean toward the over years, because if they're running a bunch of plays, you know, TCU is going to play fast. Could be a lot of possessions in this game. I don't know how you guys feel watching this, but TCU looks very small out there on the field yeah. right now with their defense versus Georgia offensive. Up front, up front, it's no match. Yeah. They're big, tiny compared to Georgia. Big hitter there, got another six yards. They're just, they're just And they had a chance to stop that for no gain or to even a loss, and he missed the tackle because the, the back was way too physical. I was going to say the size of the back was bet was bigger than the size of the linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it's interesting, interesting too. JL brought this up earlier, but TCU plays an interesting defense. They play a three-three-five, so it's three linemen, three linebackers, five defensive backs. May not be the best style to face a team like like Georgia with a three-three-five versus playing a, your traditional four-two-five or four-three-four. They they talked about that a lot against uh, Oh Bennett. Just cap it, and he's going to score a touchdown, Georgia, right off the bat. Listen, if if Stetson Bennett is running in from twenty yards out, it's it's gonna be a long, long night. I'm Untouched. Yeah, no, yeah, and he kind of juked at one of their one of their uh, uh, secondary players too. And that's not a good sign either. Uh, they talked about that a lot. The Michigan in the Michigan game, they didn't think the three three five would hold up. In reality, it didn't. Mm-hmm. But Michigan gave them a lot of turnovers and a lot of points. Well, that's 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 the key in any of these games, right? When you're when you are, I can say inferior, but when you're the less talented of the two teams, you need breaks to go your way, right? Yeah. They, they're going to need to turn over Georgia a couple times, or Georgia to take penalties or holding calls that stop drives, things like that, to be able to to keep this offense at bay. Well, four minutes into the game, it's seven nothing, and, and we've gone from thirteen and a half to twenty now. <laughs> Well, Are we looking at the new Alabama? I mean, I think so. I think so. I don't know. The one thing about Alabama, like the last few years when they were dominant, you think about their draft picks and the receivers and where they went in the in the draft, how good they are in the NFL. Georgia doesn't have that 
top tier level of talent on the outside. The, the job they've done on this defense, though, I think it was it was six or seven first rounders from Georgia's yeah. defense last year to be able to, to be back in this spot with another elite defense is, is very impressive. It is. Uh, they, they just they but they don't have that same skill position. But they I think it's what they've been one or two uh, recruiting wise last five years. You're starting to see that show up here. Yep. I, I, I think they are the new Alabama and they've got kind of uh, a coach from the Alabama mold, obviously, and he's younger and he might be a little bit more dynamic as far as recruiting to the younger generation than Nick Saban. And they might be out recruiting Alabama right now. And that's the key. I don't care what you say. That's the key. Have you noticed that the better Alabama has gotten at quarterback because they've been elite at quarterback the last two or three or four years, the worst they've got, worst they've got on defense. It's interesting. You that? When they had the pedestrian quarterbacks, when they were winning with, uh, what was that guy's name? Mac and what's his name? Mac uh, Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Who was the other guy? Uh, Mac Jones and uh, – Analyst now. Yeah, uh, McElroy, Greg McElroy. Yeah. Just pedestrian quarterbacks, their defense was nails then. What well, – do you think – and part of that reason is because they didn't sling it all over the place? It probably, yeah. That you, you you have less possessions in the game. You're running the ball so. more. Early so yeah. it, it, it kind of tends to help the defense if you're not on the field as much. Yeah. I have a theory on defense. I think mindset is a big, big part of it. I think when you've got dynamic offenses, your defense doesn't focus as much. And when you go into a game and you have a bad offense, your defense is – laser locked in because they know they can't make mistakes or they're going to get beat. Could I've be. always thought that. It also could be they get their ass kicked in practice every day. <laughs> <laughs> that could be too. <laughs> but they get to thinking we suck. <laughs> I always thought though, Will, Oklahoma, some of the problem, not this year, they were just horrible. Uh, but some of the years it's like they just got into these shootout mentalities and they were just like, well, we can give up 45 and still win. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. We just have to stop one time at the end. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, okay. Listen, TCU's got the score here now. They've got to do, they got to at least move the ball. Yeah. Uh, Doc Ting asked, by the way, Doc, congratulations on horse journeys yesterday. Another big win for Doc. Man, he's, he's on fire. Samich, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta knock Doc off here. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I haven't tried BCBC. I'm happy he's double qualified. I don't have to beat him now. Isn't that something? He's, he's already double qualified. That's, yep. that's crazy. Um, it, he says, uh, what'd be a good number to take more on Georgia now? And he said, I guess we need TCU to score. Yeah. If you want to bet in, in game, Georgia. You better hope TCU scores here. You may not get a number again that's worth taking. Yeah, I mean, you, you could play Georgia's point total, 41.5 for the game. You could take, I mean, 23.5 for the first half. I would lean toward over in the first half specifically. Based on the way that drive went, I'd be surprised if they're, they don't put up 24 in this first half, especially since we're already at seven. Um, and because TCU is going to play quick or go three and out. So you're, you should get quite a few possessions here for Georgia as well. Yeah. I think I think you're right about that for sure. Uh, Dennis says he would take TCU right now plus that 21 and a half, but he's drunk, so we'll see how that works out. Drunk and gambling sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and let's see, TCU loses like eight yards on first. This listen, we may be off by the first quarter. We might because this this looks like a nightmare game right now. 
This I mean like, a nightmare. This looks like the varsity against the junior varsity. It does. <laughs> it does. This Man, is they, if he had handed it off, it would have been stuffed too. There was nowhere to go with that. No. They look huge compared to TCU. And I mean, it's crazy. They've got to get something going. Doug, he better make a play quick. They did have receivers open on that first drive. So, yeah, you got to go to the air here. I think the run game is going to be tough. I like that quick little screen pass. It's not going to do much, but at least you get him, see him complete a pass and see what you can do with it. Jason's got a good idea here. We could switch to some hockey. Let me see. <laughs> I'm not, now, Jason, we might keep the show football related, but I'm switching to hockey here pretty quick, I think. <laughs> see what's on tonight. I haven't even looked at it yet. We got, we Flyers got are already hit the Sabres 3-0. Oh, there's nothing going on in hockey really either. We got Bucks Knicks that kicked off or that's, that tipped off already. You get a little Bucks in-game going here. Down one in New York right now. Yeah, you could watch paint dry too. Just as fun. <laughs> right. We're 14. Here we go. Let's see. Well, there's some big time college basketball tonight. All the all the rinky dink teams play tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is the hockey games are three nothing and two nothing. We do have Predators Senators that are zero zero. I guess we could turn it to that. Uh oh, we got a flag. What did we get? I missed it. Holding on the defense, five yep. yards on the first down. Got a well, first down. That's yeah. that may be the only first down. Edmonton, LA, late night. That's the hockey game. Oh, that's gonna be a great game. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Have to well, come uh, at 10:30. I'm drinking <laughs> the coffee now, so I can stay up for that one. Oh. So that's a huge play because they were getting ready to go down 14 to nothing without any doubt because they went three and out again. But now we got a first down. I hate He's to had time. I hate to spoil it for you. <laughs> um. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's good for my over 12 and a half first quarter. Yes, it is. <laughs> You've got over and Georgia with anything. You're yeah. probably going to have a good night. I, mean, I don't. I don't mind the Georgia points here early too as an over better because TCU is going to have to keep ratcheting it up. And Georgia's. I'm not sure TCU doesn't. Or stops them for a while. Like it could take a minute here before they actually shutter it up. I'm not sure Georgia doesn't get, get the over themselves. Like, we in these these title games too. You see it a lot where they you get these these huge point totals by one team, and the other team keeps trying and pressing and pressing, and it allows more points toward the end of the game versus a regular season game. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Georgia's got the golden shoulder pads there for a turnover. <laughs> They're having a great time. Georgia acts like, oh, we won the national championship last week. Like, <laughs> they've been out. now we're going to run a trick play. You know, oh, TCU had it stopped and they still they had it. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, even when they snuff it out, they get killed. They had that play. They, they were not fooled at all on that no. play. No, they were not. They, got, they have three guys to the outside ready to stop him. It's a tight end, and he cuts back in for six yards. Yeah. It's, like it's a very good tight end. Bowers is oh, solid. No. <laughs> but, yeah, not exactly the most dynamic runner. <laughs> Can't let that happen. I'm They're telling not... you, this kid can pass. He can throw it. Oh, that guy was covered, and he still caught it. This is it was a bullet. This is over. <laughs> On the run and zing that thing in there. How big is he? He's not very big, is he? The quarterback. Uh, I I don't really know his. Size. I would guess about six one based on the the height of the line. Yeah. 
I'm oh, guessing what a no. catch. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good grab. Uh, Sylvain says men playing kids so far. Yep. I would agree. I mean, this is just the exact start you didn't want, obviously, if you're if you're TCU. Like, you you need to try and come out fast here if you want to try and keep this close. You don't want to be chasing two touchdowns against Georgia seven minutes in. No. Bennett, 5'11", according to ESPN. Oh, that's all he is. There goes the pro. But at the, this is this is his Super Bowl. I mean, that's that's the thing. Yeah. It was last year. It is this year again. It's it's probably the biggest game he ever plays in, these last two title yeah. games. Yeah. That's why he wasn't a five-star either. 90 total yards to one. Is that good? That's not that's, – that's good for Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> not good well, for our entertainment. You think about this, too. I mean, Georgia gets the ball at the 45, and then they get the ball at, at TCU's 30. I mean, you, you, that's that's tough. This is a huge – have you guys seen the second down play yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah big third and this, this is huge. Yeah, I mean, if you get a 10 nothing here, you've kind of weathered that turnover storm, absolutely. Uh, nice. Okay. Yep, you've got a little bit of life. All right. You they they you stop. You got something positive if you hold them to three here, right? For the first time in this game. Yeah. Let's see what they do here. And oh, good tackle. Really yep. good open field tackle. That gives you a little bit of life. You, you made a good play. Yeah. Now you need a miracle and he misses this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you got a kick here, right? You're not going for it. Three yeah. yards. No, no reason no. to do it. Not with that defense they've got. Well, they I mean, got a bullet. It really is a win there. Really is a win for the TCU defense. It is. It keeps them in it. Yeah. Yeah. But again, they have to go do something. Yeah, you got to go make a play now. 100%. Uh, good snap, and it's good. 10 to nothing. Uh, like I said, it's still a nightmare scenario to start, but that at least is something positive. And let's look at our line now, 21 and a half for Georgia. So if you bet a minus 13 and a half, you're feeling good. Uh, Dr. Tang asked, hey, when's the number we could get more or put more on Georgia? Again, you need TCU to score right here on this drive. If, you, if it's 10-7, you're going to get a decent enough number to maybe play again, right, Samich? Yeah, you could. Um, if you like Georgia, the first half number is 15 and a half. So you're laying five and a half for the rest of the half. Um, I mean, if, if, if you are if you feel like TCU is not going to be able to move the football, I would be playing the 15 and a half first half because you're going to have a motivated Georgia offense through at least halftime here. And if, if TCU doesn't put up points, that Georgia is going to have 24, 28, 31 points here in the first half. We've seen about seven minutes, Papa Dude. That number is 61 and a half as far as the over-under. It started at 62, 63, depending on where you look. What do you think? Well, I mean, are you confident enough that TCU is going to be able to score enough? No. I don't think you can be yet, can you? I mean, they've hit the ball twice. They have one yard. That's <laughs> <laughs> not good. You're not wrong. <laughs> Unless, you know, we see this sometimes too. Uh, Georgia – Let's say they go on and it's 35 to 6 at the half. We've seen this with Alabama in the past and stuff. They're not going to run the score upon them. They will not embarrass them in a game yeah. like this. So TCU can score some points late. But right now it looks to me like they're going to have a hard time getting to 20. Yeah. The way it looks. 
Yeah, it's kind of this is kind of TCU though. It's like all year. Yes, it is. They either have scoring drives or they go three and out. Like it's they they don't have any of it because of their big play offense. Because you see a lot of chunk twenty yard plus plays. I, I, like again, I'll point. To, I'll be more optimistic than you, Papa dude. They had two open receivers in the first drive. The key is is to not try and, and JL mentioned it. Trying to beat this defense on the outside, running stretch run plays, not a great idea if you're no. TCU. Drop back, throw the rock, try and make some plays. That that you you got to put up points here, and, and running wide receiver sweeps is not the way to do it. No, 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 absolutely not. Doc Tane got sixty five and a half, got the under there, uh, so that's looking pretty solid at this point. Uh yeah. What was TCU's team total? Did you, did you have that in front of you, Samich? Uh, right now. Okay. TCU's team total is 20 and a half for the game. Uh, Georgia's 41 and a half, both juice to the under. Okay. TCU first half is seven and a half. Gosh. That's almost worth trying, but I, I just, with one yard of offense, it's hard to do at this point, but I don't know. Two scores would be a lot. They better get it here. They yeah, better get some possession. We'll see if old Lincoln Riley Jr. comes up with some brilliant play calling here. <laughs> What's his first name? Garrett? Yeah. Yep. God, they look just alike, don't they? They do. They do. They definitely do. Um, good offensive minds. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But yeah. not much you can do if you're out man and you catch That's that right. one into the end zone. Nope. Not much you can do when you're getting – demoralized out there totally right. we we need positive plays from tcu on this drive we need a first down that's not a penalty we need something to give us hope yeah. uh, this is going to be a good game and that we're going to be around for the third quarter <laughs> <laughs> all right can they do it can they get something going i would Go down the field. I would go vertical here. Or run it. <laughs> That's not bad, though. They got yards. Four yards. And that they have that with that, they quadrupled their yardage. <laughs> you have the mark with penalty yards for. Well, yeah, you gotta look at the positives. It's now 90 to 5. It does. Or 95. Oh, there we go. Okay, something's happened. Something good's going to happen here for TCU based on that. I'm good. I think so. Watch that line go down. I've got an eye on it. Nothing moving yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, here we go. D oh, my God. Wide open. Oh, run it in. Go, 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 go. Oh, don't, don't pirouette. That's all right. That would have been a touchdown had the pass been better. Yeah. I, I'm unbelievably, yeah. I mean, he was there was nobody close to this guy. Uh, this perfect, is, uh, perfect play. They needed it. A perfect uh, uh, as far as getting a you know bunch of yards, not a perfect pass. This is TCU though. That first run, they run, hurry up off it, get to the line right away. Now they're downfield again. I mean, TCU is going to be big play offense. They're they're going to need these big strikes to stay in the game. That's how they move the football here. Nice run again. It is imperative they get in the end zone here. By the way. I agree. You cannot be kicking field goals here, and yeah. I, I would even consider this four-down territory if you're anything less than two. Yeah, I, you you got to you got to get in the end zone. You have to. Uh, big time, big time, big time play. Why they had to have. Yeah, they had to get 
going. They got it. What happened? We got a guy hurt now. So, um, boy, that was big. That was huge. Yeah. And suddenly we're down to 17 and a half now instead of 21 and a half. The total just jumped from 30 to 36 and a half in the first half and that's 62 to 65 and a half in the game. Obviously, the closer it stays, the more likely this thing goes over, too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is going to get really interesting if they score. What's that? If they can score here, we got a game. Yeah. And you're going to have another line that's that is bettable. Bettable. Yeah, I would say. I think gonna... Mike it drops two points, maybe three, if they score. If they score, I bet this goes back to, to thirteen and a half or fourteen. So, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be between thirteen and a half and fourteen and a half, depending on where the book is. It has money, right? Um, the first half line will probably go under, probably right around six and a half, seven again. So if you do want to try and play back, I mean, you're going to get close to pre pre game lines here if it's a three point game ten minutes into the first quarter. Down to 16 and a half during this commercial break. So it dropped another another point here. On one play. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it, look, just, you know, that one play, the over under was 60 and a half, it jumped up to 65 and a half. Now it's down to 64 and a half. So uh, it's, it's pretty amazing. You watch these lines in game and how they flipped. You remember last year, Papa Dude, how that thing flipped fast for yeah. Georgia once they got going. Yep. It's interesting too. I mean, I'm not surprised you're seeing money toward the under there at the 65 number. I know quite a few people who are who liked the under at 63. So if you're getting this opportunity now here, especially if you think TCU is not going to score that many points, 65 and a half seems like a good number there. I, I still think this is this is a point palooza. I, I think we're going over 70, but we'll see what uh, what happens. Well, yeah, you've been you've been hard on that opinion from the very beginning. Even when we were watching this, you go, "Oh no, TCU will get back in this thing." So. Um, I tell you what, a touchdown here would go a long ways towards getting you there. I'm still sitting here thinking, okay, Max Dugan, we have seen some shakiness. Maybe that pass got you going. He's going to have to play a lot better and be a lot more accurate than he has been so far. Not to say he's not going to, to say he has a shaky start that may have been hopefully remedied by that big play. Just got to settle in, right? I mean, that's the key. You got to, especially for for Dugan, who's not had a game like this. Really, that this is the biggest game of his career so far, right? And last week was the biggest game of his career before this one. So it's right. one of one of those spots where you're not shocked. There's a little bit of nerves here coming out of the gate for him. Yep, yep. And like I said, big play. Now, if you go out, maybe you throw a touchdown pass right here. It's like, okay, he's in it. He's back in the thing. Um, so we'll see. It is amazing TCU's in this game. They survived so many times. They're showing the, the field goal against Baylor right now. I, I mean, they just they just were cardiac kids the entire entire season. Yeah, they were. They were barely squeaked by Oklahoma too. Oh wait, oh, wait. <laughs> uh, down to the two. See now, this is now four down territory. You run. Yeah. You 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 are running the ball or running play action fake here on both of these two downs. I would probably run the play action fake here on third and one and run it up fourth down. How much money do you think was bet during the timeout? Uh, across all the books, probably close to two hundred thousand. Crazy, 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 crazy. But that's that's where we're at right now with with sports. It's so easy now. That's the thing. I mean, there's just so many different places and ways that you can do it. Touchdown, Max Dugan. There goes the cash is the first quarter over. Twelve and a half. Thanks, guys. Wow. Five minutes left. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. 
So they're in it. They're back in it. Let's see what it drops to now. We're waiting. Oh, who's got dollar wings? I'm jealous of Shoddy here. That's a hell of a promotion for a for a national title game. Yeah, that would be wow. Where do you work, Shoddy? I'm we're coming. You we're we're close to Shoddy. We only live like an hour and a half from Shoddy, I think. So. By the way, I got a coin from Shoddy today. Thanks so much. You all should have coins. Samit, you get your coins yet? I've got my coins. I got them up in Saratoga. No, you got new coins. You're going to get a new one. Oh, no, I don't. Did you send it to the right address? I've got like 17 addresses right now. No, I sent it to the one you're living at currently. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this coin. You probably can't see it. It's the moon. Did so you, you got a moon? moon? So no, all of us got moon coins? Yeah, yeah. Well, I did. I got to go check my uh, check my mailbox now. It's it's actually a replica of the moon. Of the moon. Well, but the moon's round. What are you talking about? The moon's not flat. God damn it, Samish. <laughs> it's a coin. It's a coin. That's the definition of a coin. Kyrie Irving would love that coin. Listen, I'm going to get Dennis on here in a second, Samich. And if Papa Dude and I are going to leave, it's going to be you and Dennis. First quarter over now at 18 and a half. Plus 135. So the question is, does score, Georgia score in four minutes and 45 seconds? Well. I mean, I don't have any, any reason to think no right now. Put it that way. <laughs> you got to think they're going to have an answer here. They did bog down. Mm -hmm. But you got to think they're going to have an answer. I think they'll score on this drive. And I think it'll be seven. I think it's going to be 17 to seven. Um Line down to 14 and a half. So if you want to pound Georgia a little bit more, you could. You know, it's wild to me. The line for the for the game, 14 and a half. First half, nine and a half. So the first half line didn't move very much off that touchdown. No, not at all. That's surprising. Long commercials. Dude, college football has a timing problem. I mean, they, they talk about it in baseball. Man, like last last weekend was a brutal, brutal, oh, horrible. I mean, just because you know, I, I was I was out of town. Me, my wife, cousin, her husband, and me and me and the cousin in law want to watch football. And as it ticks closer and closer to midnight, we're getting more and more pressure to flip over to Miley Cyrus's thing and the ball drop, the, the you know, the, the rock and New Year's Eve, all that stuff. They really got to figure out how to not have back-to-back four-and-a-half-hour football games with 45-minute halftime shows. It's ridiculous. I agree. Oh, we say it every week at the games. It just takes forever to uh, play. We sit those games, and it gets boring, boring after a while. It is. It is. Uh, Especially on Fox. Those timeouts are three minutes. Mm -hmm. You know what's made it worse? They now have a clock, and you can watch and see how much time. And it seems like boring. it's longer. <laughs> Do they serve uh, beer at those games? Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's good at least. At least. <laughs> um, I got Michael sent me an email about a minute before. Well, I don't know when you sent it, but I saw it about a minute before we went on the air. I'll share that story if you give me permission, Michael. Um, he has a heartbreak <laughs> yesterday at San, at San Anita. I thought I did. Michael's got way worse. Which two horse? The two horse in the last race at San Anita. Okay. All right. He was live to the pick six. That was a number too. It was the whole number. Oh boy. Yeah. The scoopy. That's tough to scoop that. Say I need to pick six. Already up to 16 and a half. Something happened here. 
Yeah. All right. Let's see. Kick Not off. Here. Here. They just ran the kickoff back for a touchdown. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been bigger than 16 and a half if they were I in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know why that moved because he just ran it out to the 30. That's no big deal. Yeah. So yeah, Michael, uh, that was a, that was a uh, scooper and the horse led the entire way except for the last five yards yeah. of the race. So the operate man, that horse is such a, oh, cause he, he's got races good enough to win most of the time, but he never shows up. You usually get a good price on him. And finally he wins yesterday in the worst spot possible. I know just awful, awful, awful. Uh, knocked me out of the pick five too. So, but I'm not going to complain at all because that getting knocked out of that pick six when you have the scoop is worse, way worse. Georgia with an easy first down on first down. <laughs> uh, it's unreal that like it feels like the Georgia tight ends are dominating this game. They've got like three really good ones. They do. They do. Ooh, another first down, or yep, first down, running it. Or midfield, thirty seconds into the drive. Yeah, they—that's just men amongst boys. It really is. I mean, they—they they just look way more physical, bigger. TCU's got all kinds of troubles on defense. I'm afraid. It's it, the key is the offense. Can the offense do what it did last drive consistently? Can they can they get those big plays, put up points, and be able to make it happen? Yeah. Uh, oh, they're gonna take a shot. Nope, thought they were. But they why might. take a shot when you just throw it to another tight end for 10 yards? I yeah. mean, three plays, three first downs, and no resistance whatsoever. Mm -mm. Mm. I mean, this That's is a great, great over quarter. <laughs> Not gonna lie, pretty happy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Way over. Way over. Uh, I think Georgia's going to score here. My guess is still going to be a minute, two minutes left on the clock, the way this is going, unless they slow her down a little bit. But. Now, Georgia is huddling a lot, you know, taking taking their time a little bit more than they did on that first uh, drive. That's for sure. Nope. Oh, he's going deep. Wide open. Holy cow. Jeez. Points, 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 points. <laughs> Dennis, I don't know how he's that wide open. <laughs> two, two of them. I mean, the TCU guy was the exact same thing. His ball was underthrown or else he was gone too. Guys, number 84 might get 300 receiving yards tonight. I mean, he is dominating this game. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Tang. <laughs> Now listen, Doctor, he has a way of it's, it gets right to the number and then they'll stop scoring. <laughs> He's on a roll right now. You got no don't worry about the doctor. Yeah, don't worry about him. <laughs> Bus everywhere. That's the thing. There's one it's one thing to be overmatched, right? You, yeah. You run a ball and you kind of get blown off the line of scrimmage, and it's like, ah shit, what can we do? Bust in the secondary's got nothing to do with being overmatched. That's mental mistakes. That can't happen. First half moves to Georgia minus 14. The uh, game is back up to 20 and a half. Back up to 20. Yeah. 
How does that how he didn't even go with that? It's incredible. Hmm. Well, they they were they had one too few men back there. Yeah, they yeah. did. I mean, that's the thing is, I don't. I, you, you can call it a bust, but like they didn't have the, enough people. The safety had to cover the deep crosser. Yeah, and then the cornerback was left to choose the guy running right by him or the guy that was about to run right in front of him. And either way, it's going to be a massive play there. Yeah, yep. if he goes if he goes with the deep guy, you're going to throw to the back, and he's probably going to score anyway. Yeah, and then just has to make him miss after he's with his back turned to him. So like, yeah, that's it's much of a just flooded zone versus a, a busted coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Man. And that's the one thing, like having multiple tight ends, you can create mismatches in situations that are a negative game or a negative script for the defense. Especially when your tight ends are more athletic than the than the corners and the safeties. Their best tight end hasn't even got involved yet. The zero guy who's just massive, like <laughs> killing them with all these other guys. Yeah, there's no need. Yeah, no. No. Oh, boy. Well, we've said it a million times, and we'll say it again. TCU's got to get a drive going right here. They've got to get points, uh, you know, or at least – honestly, no, they've got to get points. They have shown no ability to even slow down Georgia. So here it is. You're going to have to outscore them. That's how you're going to beat them. Daryl Washington, 6'7", 270 is the tight end who's yet to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big round nice on first down. I think he got it. Yep, first down. Hey, you know what? They've ran it decent, and the quarterbacks yeah. had time to throw. Yeah, it's not a trench problem right now. Nope. nope. There are other issues, but not the trenches. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's 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 good, though. Long term, that could be good. Another good run. Yep. Now you just you want to play quick here if you're TCU. Well, I don't know, Samich, do you? Well, you want to be they're, when they're in a rhythm, their offense is better. That's when true. In, I'm just thinking about their defense. Well, you, their defense gonna have to do something at some point, right? <laughs> you gotta <laughs> score. Like, it's true. <laughs> I guarantee you, you need at least uh, 18 points to win this game now. So you got to get that offense moving. <laughs> I think you're going to need 50 to you're win. Gonna need, yeah, you're going to need 40 at least. <laughs> Good first down. But they are in a rhythm now. Yeah. Get back to the line. Don't let Georgia sub. Just and when you look at their up. offensive line, they're as big as Georgia. Mm -hmm. So on this side of the ball, they're matching up. Well, quarterback looks much more calm. Yep. You know, a couple of nice throws. Yeah, I agree with this. They're, they're not tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the strategy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Line jumped to 22 and a half. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, sack. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is he had time to throw it. He yeah. did. He did have time to throw the ball. Uh it's a coverage sack. That's and that's bad news, but still, he—they're not getting completely overwhelmed, and I thought they might. Yeah, he's got to get rid of it. Uh, I mean, you have three crossers in the middle of the field. That's—it's tough to have anybody open when you're running paired routes like that. Yeah, yeah, three-man route. You said it, match protect. 
Ooh. Oh gosh, good smack, man. Man, that was a tackle. Mm. Yeah, I thought that might might go for something. They ran a little bubble, and he just nailed him. <laughs> and that's all she wrote for the first. Well, yeah, Georgia minus five thousand to win after a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Bet five thousand to win a hundred. Who's in on it? Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, TCU wins this game one in five thousand times, right? Oh, From absolutely. Here? <laughs> Two in one thousand, maybe. Well, there you went. Oh, there yeah. you go. Okay, yeah, that's more like it. Two thousand seems a little more reasonable. Twenty-one point spread, Papa Dude. I'll go to you first. <laughs> <laughs> what about the? Forget about who's going to win, lose. What about twenty-one points? Would I you, don't know. Would you do uh, they have. They've shown they can move the ball a little bit. Yeah. ECU has. Uh, so it could, you know, it looks like we could have what, 30, 31 14 at the end of the half, maybe 34 14, something like that. Yeah. If they, if they, if they keep it within there, they could backdoor that and beat that 21. That's what I'm thinking. Cause they can move the ball. They've, they've moved it a little bit. They're not inept on offense. Pretty much it's going the way we thought. We didn't think they could stop Georgia. We just didn't think their defense was good enough. And that's kind of the way it is right at the moment. They just can't stop them. Well, if you think TCU is going to score a touchdown, the over first half at 40 and a half looks like a bet. Because if TCU – if TCU gets to 40 or gets to 14, then that, that means you need 26 and a half from Georgia. Georgia's scoring twice in this quarter. Like, <laughs> they're getting 10. So I think so. I just don't see how they can stop them. Yeah. I just, they may have to come out of that 355. They may have to do something because they're just getting gashed. I think what happened on that play, the linebacker didn't get out there. And covered the short man is what happened. Yeah. On that big play. Yeah. There's confusion, obviously. And well, it, it's interesting. Aaron mentioned they weren't Georgia wasn't running as fast, but they broke the huddle and snapped the ball very quickly on that play. Yeah. yeah. So that usually when you see a quick a quick huddle break and a quick snap like that, you are trying to flood a zone or get someone to, to be in the wrong coverage. Yeah. And that looked like it worked on that spot. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was interesting. They stayed that home for a long time, and you're right. But when they showed the big picture, they were huddled right next to the ball, and all of them just went bam and then snapped it, and that was it. I think Georgia minus – well, now they're 22 and a half. I'd still take Georgia. I really would. I, I just – I, I, I would hate to play TCU seeing that defense right now. It's helpless. Anything Georgia does is working. So we'll see, though. Here we go. TCU, they need points. That's the big key. Second quarter getting started. They need to get a little, at least a first down, get at least a field goal here, but it's third and long. So we'll see. <laughs> That's a big ask. <laughs> well, well, good job. Now they've got a decision to make. No, you don't. You go for it. Seven. You got to go, in my opinion. I think so, too, but they're not going to. Now, here's the deal. This is why I would go, okay? Your defense, I don't think it matters where Georgia gets the ball. It does not. And they're going to punt, I guess. They had to punt it. 
fourth and six. Samich, what do you think about the decision? I would be going for it. Yeah. You, you need points to win this game. You, you can't stop them on the other side of the football. Uh, yeah, this just does not seem like a, a why. I mean, I get the idea that you don't want to miss it and be down 24-7 real fast. But, like, if you're averaging 10 yards a play on the other side of the football, going 90 yards is going to take nine plays. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fourth and four. Bad. Fourth and four. Yeah. Yeah, fourth and six. Six. Um, well, you got to show a little bit of faith in your defense, I guess, but I think I would have went for it. Well, we'll see if it paid off because if they get a stop, obviously it paid off. If they go 90, then the game's pretty much over. So <laughs> they've, got to, they've got to force a punt or at least hold them to three at the worst. I think the only way they stop them is a turnover or a penalty. I just don't think they can stack up. Uh, good, or bad play calling. Good good start. Held them to two there. Yep. Georgia was very conservative on that call because they're backed way down. They don't want to make a mistake. All right. Second down and eight. Uh, you know, they really hadn't stopped the run at all until that play, so that is good. But listen, it's one play. And it was an obviously obvious, obvious run play. God. Okay, here we go. Second and eight. All I hear is Papa Duke's feet say wide open. <laughs> play action. <first. laughs> yep. Oh, look who it is, a tight end. Mm-hmm. Bowers, baby. I mean, this is a triple-headed monster on the tight end side for, for Georgia. They've got three very good ones that they can move around and have fun with. Well, make no mistake. They're fun to watch. My. Now, and did you see this coverage here, Samich? You're talking about number zero, the other tight end, their best tight end. Did you see how many people were around him? Yep. Looked like he was triple covered. Yes. That meant nobody covering uh, the other one. Going deep again and guy wide open. 19 again. Cross midfield. I'm glad they didn't go for it, or glad they punted. That's smart. <laughs> didn't there take did long. Absolutely it. no pressure on the quarterback. None. No. no. It looked like they were rushing two on that play, which is just wild to me because you got a tight end with it who's clearly faster than the linebacker chasing him down the field. Yeah, I, they they've got to get some pressure. I mean, you, you almost start blitzing here. Start bringing five and just taking your chance because you're not yeah. stopping them this way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, oh, nice. No game. <laughs> the fact that you are, your voice is that surprised when he doesn't get any yard tells you everything you need to know there. Well, I assume they'd get five. All right. Okay, they brought some heat that time. Oh, uh oh, something good happened. Papa dude's still a little ahead. <laughs> well, they rushed six. They rushed, they rushed six, six, and he had to get rid of it quicker. But there was coverage, too. Yeah, they did bring a couple. couple I think he kind of panicked on anything. The pressure wasn't really there. They had good coverage, too. They did. Yeah, third down and There's a huge play. Interesting they went delayed blitz there. Yeah, that was weird. I'd do it again. All They're right. Five. Third and ten. 
They're showing five. All right, don't tell us what happens, Pop. Yeah, don't tell us. <laughs> God, <damn it. laughs> I know what happened. Don't say that. Well, the line just went to 24 and a half, too. Well, so. I'll probably touch down then. No, they didn't score, but. Well, they picked up that first down, though. <laughs> TCU well, rushing 12. Just bad play. Oh, geez. He was loose on the edge. They had 13, lost containment, went flying in there like Oklahoma. It looked like Oklahoma's ends. Pathetic. Well, again, if, if Stetson Bennett's out there making plays with his feet, you're screwed. Yeah, but you can't win. You're not athletic enough. No, that, that was a terrible angle. Papa Dude's right. Yeah, he just lost containment. His job is to not let him get outside, and yeah. he just went running in there like an idiot. Especially, you, I mean, you're you're in man behind a blitz, right? Like yeah. Everyone's running away from the line of scrimmage back to the quarterback. If he gets outside of you, you know there's 10 yards out there. Right. That's your one assignment. Well, you start that out in junior high football. If you're on the end, you don't let the guy outside of you. Don't break contain. I've heard it before. <laughs> hey, positive news. They are not able to just line up and run them on this drive, at least. They've stopped no. the run. The, the running back run, I should say. That's three times they haven't been able to just line up and run over them. That's good. That's positive. It's the well, throwing listen, thing's still working. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I like how we say, "Don't spoil it." <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah your face. You, said said you, you have your hand over your head. <laughs> All right, let's see how they gashed him here. Oh, well, that's not that bad, Papa Duke. Oh, come on. <laughs> Another first down. Listen, they're they're, they're making him work for it this drive. Yeah, except for that wide open tight end, thirty yards down the field. Samich. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little old pass. Don't talk about tight ends, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, now we're back to getting six. You don't have to be very good when you throw that pass. I mean, God. Yeah. That's just. Uh, this is going to be awful. This play is. I can already tell. Uh, Sylvain says, Papa Dude's got no poker face. I agree. <laughs> uh, is Magic going to do the halftime show? Anybody know? No. I no, Dennis to. I'm going to send Dennis the link. His internet's not working because it's raining. That's right. It's still raining. Yeah. yeah. It's still raining. All right. Well, first and 10. Ooh, outside run. No containment. First down. Ooh. I, I do want to know. I, I, I was just joking 10 yards of play, but they got to be close, right? Oh, absolutely. Especially if you take out the two runs that got stuffed. Team stats. They've got 238 total yards. 245 now. Oh. Just a touchdown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Math again. Look at that. All right. Uh, I'm sending yeah. the link to Dennis. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to send it to you because we're not going to be here for the second half. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you, they didn't even try on that. He could have walked in. He did walk in. He did. <laughs> he did. He just trotted. I'm, I'm so happy that TCU punted, by the way. 
Yeah. Well, listen, everybody, I always are mad about analytics and this and that. To me, how you coach in those situations, you have to read the game and read what you're seeing, right? If your defense is playing stout and you're stopping them, go ahead and punt it. But if you're seeing what this is, what we've seen on the field, you have to be realistic. And and even though the analytics may say, well, you got to punt here, go for it because you're never going to stop them, whether they get into the 50 or the 10 or the one or the, or, or they're in Georgia and have to drive for a touchdown here all the way in Los Angeles. They're going to score every time they have the ball, unless they do something incredibly stupid. Uh, analytics too, it's it's a sample size of of ten thousand where you run it through a, a specific algorithm, right? And it tells you, okay, this is the yeah, advantage here is ten percent, twelve percent, two percent, four percent. Whenever it's sub, you know, six seven percent, feel has to become more involved because yeah, maybe punting over ten thousand times is the correct play, but this is a one of one situation. You're only going to be in the national title game one time against this Georgia team with this defense and this offense. And so you got to play outside the box a little bit once you start seeing how this thing is rolling. Now you're overs. Michael's got got in on that 60 and a half. Samich, you've been gung-ho on these overs. They're looking great at the moment, all the way up to 69 and a half, the live uh, line right now. See, the thing is, is like, let's say Georgia slows it down. They're still scoring. Like it's, I, before this game, I talked about how Georgia LSU felt like the comp to me. That was a eighty point game, fifty to thirty, and Georgia's offense just kept putting points on the board. I, I, that feel, still feels how this feels. I still think TCU can score on this defense. They had the ball. They scored on one drive. They moved the ball down to the, the forty five yard line of Georgia on the other. They should be able to put twenty up in this game if they do. This thing's flying over. JL saying uh, that the spreadsheets, it's not some static spreadsheet. It does account for things you were talking about now. Uh, and the, he says the analytics would have told them to go for it in that situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I it would be interesting. I mean, I'm, I don't know enough about the analytical side to know if they were able to take exact that exact thing into account and everything in the situation. And, and the key is, can it take into account the dominance of the Georgia offense and the fact you're going to need to score 40. Right. And that, that that's the one outside the rail. We've got to decide, okay, how am I going to handle this situation? So, yeah, I, I agree. Analytics probably said to go for it there because it made more sense to go for it there, especially with what you're seeing from the Georgia offense. I think analytics, you, me, Papa dude, logic, everybody in the football stadium, everybody that was a TCU fan, all was saying to go for it there. You got to. I, you got a great not. offense. You got a great offense. So you got to go. Well, the offense is certainly the strength of the team. Yeah. So there's that. All right. Dennis is here. Dennis, there he is. There he is. How's it going tonight, buddy? Uh, well, I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> start. Closer, but uh, I guess I expected it. So, yeah. Um. Hi, Mike. Hi, Papa Dude and hi, Aaron. Are we ready to talk about NFL Sunday? What happened Sunday? <laughs> Look at the chat, Dennis. As soon as you show up, we get bombarded with, with these websites. <laughs> <laughs> of course we do. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. 24-7 here. We're up to 25, 24 and a half, if you want to bet Georgia. 
You can do that now, or if you want to take that shot at TCU. Samish, what line would you take on TCU right now? How far does it have to get up before you say, you know what, I'll take TCU now? Um, I probably wouldn't bet in the first half. <laughs> I, I, I would rather I'd rather play the halftime number because I, I, yeah. I think it could get way out of hand. If, if this is 38-7 going into half, which isn't out of the realm of possibility here, um, then you could look back and say, okay, am I laying three with TCU in the second half? Is it a pick them in the second half? Right. And at that point, that's when I try and start getting involved. Cause like right now, George is essentially a seven and a half point favorite for the rest of this game. So they're a touchdown plus favorite. I, that at some point is going to become about equal with whatever the score is. And Georgia at some point will slow down this offense. Right. But it's not going to happen in the first half. And Georgia gets the ball first in the second half. <laughs> After the Georgia possession, the first possession in the second half is when I would look to come back at TCU if you want a piece of them. Yeah, I think that yeah. makes sense. Dennis, are you going to feel horny at any point tonight? <laughs> are you going to take the horn? No. No, you know, uh, I, I think the only time to take TCU is half of the total. I mean, because that's like at least you're like, well, they're going to score something, so there's your total, but – there's really nah, – it's over. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's getting <laughs> sad. It's getting very sad. It, it, it's getting embarrassing is what it's getting. Uh, uh, Papa Dude, Nick Seaver says 68.5 feels like free money, over 68.5. I still am sitting here saying, he's uh, going to have to do something, right? Well, let's see. 44 more for Georgia. <laughs> Actually, 37. Uh Okay. That'll get them to 61. Surely TCU would score another touchdown. 61 14 is looking pretty good right at the moment. Okay. That's that fair. Would be <laughs> yeah. I think, I think TCU puts up 21. So the question is do you think if TCU puts up 21, is Georgia getting to 47, 48, right? No, they've got to score 24 more. Yeah. In two and a half quarters. It'll just be will they let up? Uh, Mike, I think you're being generous. <laughs> yeah, Shotty, the score is 24 to 7. Oh, maybe she wants to stay. She just can't hear it here. I'll, I'll write it in the chat for you here. 24-7. You know, the best deal of the night, if we were wherever Shotty works, you're getting those $1 wings. That would have been great. Yeah. That's the best. The good news yeah. is we're not going to sit here for four hours like last year, Papa Dude. We're leaving at the half. Yeah, it's it's looking good. Although I would kind of like to discuss the NFL with Dennis. Well, <laughs> yeah, hey, we'll take it over. We'll do it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Great. Have you ever seen a worse performance out of a team than Green Bay? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. That that was the worst performance. I think Those guys totally out of control. Yeah. Would somebody please explain to me why that guy went in there and grabbed the ball on that? <laughs> Have you ever seen that? No. <laughs> no. What in the hell was he doing? He I wants to get fired, I guess. I don't. It's almost like they, it almost looked like the sideline told him to go do that. I, I, just, I don't know. And yeah. as again, they just get these freaking comments when you get here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the, uh, the Cowboys did lay a, a significant. Well, good. Yes, the Cowboys. Beautiful performance. Look, when when the youngest guy on the stream and, and the hottest guy on the stream comes on, 
Of course you're going to get those comments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, yeah. Also, the, the, the guy pushing the trainer. Oh, God. Awful. Yeah. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what that I thought you meant. That. Oh. No, don't you remember that guy went in there and tried to get the ball? Oh, yeah. No, I know. Somebody said that, and I said, what? I, I wasn't watching at that point. I, I was doing something else. But I said, what? See, and you brought that up, too, which I'm glad you did. But I I said, what? Somebody did that? Yeah. <laughs> By the way. I, I was talking about the trainer thing, which is very Oh, dumb. it was awful. That was just ridiculous. Bad timing. Right, Samich? Uh, the, you know, the game – Monday or the Sunday after that Monday night game uh, to push a trainer. Not great. Not great. Not no, great. that's ridiculous. Bad luck. No. I, I like, <laughs> I, I mean, this is, this to me is wild still. Dr. Tang talking about the guy who took the Colts oh, and Survivor. Yeah. Well, and he it. Three people oh. left, 2.4 million if they oh. just split three ways. All three had Jacksonville available. Oh. One guy takes the Colts <laughs> as a pick'em over Houston. And, and to, you must have been in despair if you're this dude with 2.4 million on the Colts money line, down 17-7 early in the game, and then you're just jubilation, 31-24, and then fourth and 20, that hail mary where the guy just mistimes his jump horribly, terrible two point play call. They get them both, they cover it. I mean, just unbelievable. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, speaking of terrible calls. <laughs> oh, jeez. This is that's sad a, because the, the semifinal games were so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That was an arm point, though. That's fine. I think <laughs> the biggest mystery of this all, and JL, if you're still watching, I'm going to apologize. I think you're a Michigan fan. But how did Michigan kill Ohio State like that? They got physically dominated in that game. And then they matched up with Georgia last, last week, you know? Yep. It's like, what happened? And that's two years in a row. Michigan has killed them up front. I mean, like you just said, physically dominate them. And I think when everybody saw this TCU team play really well against Michigan, it's like, what just happened? And it's like, oh, my God, like Ohio State's going to get murdered in this game against Georgia. And they came out and they should have I mean, could have been. Oh, a little tight end reverse. These tight ends, my gosh. He's Bill Belichick's got to draft all these guys. It's the these look like junior high guys. TCE looks like junior high guys back in high school. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It just shows you how how important those Michigan gaffes were last week. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like without without those mistakes, it, I don't think it would have been this bad, but it would have been something like this. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be the guy to point out the obvious, but I mean, it just looks like Georgia's becoming Alabama. I That's mean, what I'll go. Yep. Yep. You're right. I mean, they, they look just like how they used to look. This is oh, just rolling people. It, it's amazing this Georgia team couldn't get the job done three, four years ago, too. I mean, before, mm-hmm. before that national title, there was like the Georgia can't, can't win the big game talk, all that jazz, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. You got to win it. And then once you do, it's easier. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> this is so bad. 
this is just a this is just a team that's just completely overmatched. I mean, completely. Yeah, there's, there's not one thing they can do. Defensively, I'm talking. Oh well, they did something defensively, but not much. They did. Oh, they stopped. So, oh yeah, but it's still just second down. <laughs> <laughs> now I tell you what. I'll take it back. The one thing they have done better after the first drive, the straight Shut up, Aaron. Shut up, Aaron. You better stop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <No>, they're not. <laughs> you're, wor- you're worse than Papa, dude. I was going to say. I know. <laughs> Dennis, you and I are actually watching it on TV. They're watching it on streaming. They're way behind us. Well, nope. guys, it's a three-yard play. Big deal. <laughs> I mean, you, you say that, Aaron, they're still getting seven yards a clip on seven on 16 rushes. Okay, but they were getting 15 when the game started. So. Well, they just got 15 on the next next one, so. Well, God damn it. You did it again. Yeah. <laughs> Papa, dude, I'm still for us taking this over and us being on here the whole game. <laughs> See, I, this is the pro- I don't know if I don't know if Jason's telling the truth or not. <laughs> It's totally believable. It's totally believable, yes. You know, it, it's, it's funny. Last year when we did this, it was like intense. The whole oh, it was great because yeah. you could tell it was close. It was, they were evenly matched. Within three minutes, this broke down into, well, we can't take much serious anymore. It's uh-huh. hard to bet this yeah. kind of game now. And what can you really do? It's root for the over. That's what you can do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go back to the NFL. Did you guys get so sick of hearing Aaron Rodgers' name last night? Yeah. How? Huh? Even yeah. after the team. That's all I talked about. Did you see that he didn't give up his jersey? Yeah. What a guy. That's this is okay. the last game as a Packer, right? Not as he's not going to retire. He's going to force his way out. I have a prediction. Sean Payton and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Instead of the uh, Brady Rodgers or Brady Payton. Oh, is that going to happen? That's the word, yeah. Miami. Where's Payton going? Where's he going? Well, it's interesting. New Orleans is asking for a first-round pick plus for him because he's still under contract, so you'd have to trade for a coach. Wow. So you're minimum giving up a first-round pick. He's still under contract. So the logical place he ends up is Tampa because they don't have to give anything up for him, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you mean, Tampa? You no, I'm sorry, uh, the uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, Dennis, that'd be good if he came back and he brought Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, that, the issue, the issue with, the well, issue actually, with you know what, Aaron? Aaron, you know what? I'm gonna say this. I don't want Tom Brady. I want Taysom Hill to start. <laughs> I'd rather have that than Jameis or oh, Andy Dalton. Oh, oh, did he catch that? No. Would no, you, he almost got Oh, that. he's out of bounds. Would you take Aaron Rodgers? Not at a $50 million cap hit. No, yeah, that's probably. Either. Now, it wasn't his fault they lost last night. They dropped some passes and they did so many stupid things. See, but, I, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I'm just saying I'm not blaming totally him, but how many big games has he won? I mean, 
Not many. They're the number one seed every year. Not this year. Signing no. that contract is what killed that team. Yeah, I agree. Because that's why Devontae Adams wasn't on the team on the team. They didn't have the money to pay him. I mean, it was when you take up that much of the cap, it's a it's a problem. Oh, oh this is so bad. <laughs> They're so bad on defense, it's unreal. Look at that pass though. I know. I know. He zinged that right in there. That guy's sad. There's gonna be some good sad fan faces for this. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, it's just it's, Oh, blowouts. You don't get the, like the, the shock sad, but you can just get the sad sad. Yeah. At least three of us on this last stream could have got that ball through there. No offense, <laughs> Papa Dude. I mean, but we could have at least got that ball through there. I would love to see you throw that football, Dennis. <laughs> hey, I'm throwing the football with Savage. I I seriously am confident he could have got that ball in there. Yeah. He's got a nice you, arm. <laughs> He he threw a ball from the from the Keeneland Field parking lot to the grandstand. I saw him. <laughs> Was it a Nerf ball? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm lying, but no, it was that ball right there. He carries that ball with him. Remember where he goes, by the way. You know what? You can make fun of me, but I walked into the house at Keeneland in Lexington. And everyone's like, you brought a football? Within five minutes, they're like, let's go outside and throw football around. <laughs> football got thrown around so much. And listen yeah. to this. Listen to this. Well, I can't, how much can I tell of this? Um, oh. The night before Samich had to leave, the football, it was a situation where the football could have been lost. I'll say that, right? So Fair point. he gets ready to leave, and he's like, ah, oh, biscuits. I think I lost the football last night. But me knowing Samich and staying at the same house as Samich, I know that he leaves stuff around and when he packs. He was so upset about the football. I said, let me go in your room. It was under his bed. So <laughs> he recovered the football. The look on his face, he was so excited that the football had been found. I assumed you were going to tell the story how at 2 a.m. driving home, I was throwing the football to strangers at the, at the red lights. Well, I didn't know if you wanted that story told, so I cleaned it up. <laughs> Dennis's face. <laughs> like what? You know, meeting you, Mike. You know, meeting you. I could, I could see that happening, though. I really could. <laughs> Do you remember you were throwing the football with those guys, and they were like, "Yeah, we're going to a kick a cookout," and you go, "Jared, follow him to this cookout." And I was like, "Hell yes, let's go to that cookout." And you know what he did? He didn't go. He no, he went home straight. Football yeah. brings people together. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Everyone threw it back. That was the Everyone thing. threw it back. Yep. Everybody was having fun. <laughs> hey, well, well, let me ask, who, who caught the most passes? Who caught on the, the football most? game? Yeah, who no, we didn't really have a game. We were just kind of throwing it around. I feel oh. like I was the best receiver of the bunch. I'd say it's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we know it wasn't Jared. <laughs> <laughs> now, Magic, he would make a big target, but yeah, he would break his he's, leg. He's a tight end. Right. No, yeah. It's the night of the tight end. That's Magic. Oh, Wait, that's Magic? Great. I've never met Magic, so Magic has a tight end. Is that what you're – He's tall. He's tall, dude. <laughs> Got to go there. <laughs> 
This was not, a, right. great, not a great quarter for the over here. Not going to lie. No. Okay. Let's get focused. Get focused. Listen, if TCU gets a stop here, which I'm sure they're going to, it's still a game, right? No. 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 Toss sweep. Yeah. Outside. Nobody there. Eight more yards. It's not a game. No. So, spoiler alert, we are going to leave after this quarter because there's no reason um, to stay. So, Oh, really? Really. You're going to enjoy us for another about 10 minutes, I'd say. <laughs> well, I'm watching the former, the next pros, the next, the next professional NFL draft. So. No, you're right about that. There's a lot of pros out there tonight, without any doubt. Yeah. They're all wearing red. Well, that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> yeah, they are all wearing red. Well, I don't know, Max. I mean, is Max uh, going to go to the pros? I mean, I'm I don't know. Not sure on that. Well, uh, uh, no, hard no. You know what <laughs> I'm going to say? From the quarterbacks I've seen in the last couple of weeks in the NFL, yeah, I think he probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I, I think both Thompson's on a roster. Come on. Well, I think both of them are going to make a roster, but are they going to be difference makers? No. no. You think no. so? I don't. I don't think either make a roster. Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe Bennett. I don't think Dougie makes a roster. Oh, I think so. If Skyler Tom, if Skyler Thompson's on a roster, dude, I mean, <laughs> Dobbs. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. Right. I hear you. I'm just saying. <laughs> Davis <laughs> Webb. Uh, Sylvain said it earlier. If you bet home teams in the NHL tonight, you're crying a river. It's four nothing, three nothing, two nothing, all road teams. Wow. All right, let's see here. One. So the defensive tackles, number two overall prospect right now. Georgia offensive tackle at 15. Cornerback at 20. So yeah. Three first-rounders, it looks like, on the field right now. Two on the defensive side of the ball, one on the offensive line for Georgia. See, they aren't as good this year. <laughs> Last year. Golly. That, that's an interesting one. Over-under Stetson Bennett NFL snaps. I don't even know how you set that line. Yeah. I, mean, I would almost set it at a half. Oh, yeah. come on. He'll take one wow. snap. I don't know. Counting preseason. 11, dude. Yeah, he's like, off the ball. There are not very many NFL quarterbacks that are 5'11". We're talking about a guy who is going to win back-to-back national titles, though. Yeah, there's a reason he stayed in school after the last one. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Yeah, Sylvain, I, I saw you mention this a little bit earlier. I forgot to comment. The Blues lost at Montreal, but won all the other games on the road trip. They went three and one on the road trip, and the one they lost was Montreal. And they 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 beat Minnesota. They beat the Devils. Uh, it, unreal. But and they beat them. Toronto. And they beat Toronto. Yeah, yeah, incredible. And I would have bet fifty bucks they would lose to the Canadians. It was no surprise. They didn't play at all. So. Mm-hmm. So, is these are some of these NFL playoff teams the worst ever yes. in the playoffs? Yes. Does, does a single does a single underdog win this weekend? No. Okay. No. Let's see. I Miami's got no shot in Buffalo. No. None. Seattle's got no shot in San Francisco. 
Baltimore's got no shot in Cincinnati. Probably not. So that leaves Jacksonville and, and who's a three and a half, two and a half point dog, right? Or I think it's maybe one and a half. Now. That would be the one because it's the Chargers. Okay, I'm with Jason. I think the Bucks have a shot. I do too because it's Dallas. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win. That would be the one I would lean. That toward. would be another one because the Vikings are not very good. Although the Vikings at home are are that's one of the best home field advantages in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I I can't take the Giants. I just can't. I'm not I'm not thinking the Chargers are a lock. No, just because of the Chargers. Well, and Mike Williams got hurt. If he's out of that game, that's a big loss for them. I have a feeling we have a touchdown here since the – yeah, there you go. I just yeah. – Man, it would be nice if TCU could go down and score a touchdown before half. Not You know, close. I, I, I even say this too. It, it does depend on if Lamar or uh, to a place – I mean, yeah. I, I do think that has a huge factor on on the NFL side. Because um, if either one of the plays, it doesn't matter. But um, if it's I was going a- off, if either one of them doesn't play. Hmm? I would be shocked if Tua plays. I think Tua. Yeah. I, I, I agree. But if uh, oh. it's the only thing I would say made any difference. But outside of it, if they don't play – then I think the the only team that can beat uh, upset is Brady and uh, Tampa yeah. Bay. Yeah. The you know, they're they're bad. They really are. Mm-hmm. So generally, they've got NFC versus AFC Super Bowl lines. You're going to see those come out at some point. Mm-hmm. What do you think the line should be? AFC first, NFC. AFC is the favorite, obviously, because you've got the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Bengals, probably the three best teams in football. Are they laying two and a half? Are they laying three and a half? I would take the AFC minus two and a half or three and a half. I would, I'm hoping I can find – I'm waiting to see an AFC-NFC line because I'd love to lay the two and a half. Huh. Mm. I haven't seen one. I haven't either. Who's the favorite right now? Are the Chiefs the favorite at the, at the books, I'm saying? Yeah, Chiefs are Chiefs are the favorite to win the Super Bowl, three and a half to one. The Bills are the second choice, four point two five to one. Then San Francisco at five to one, Philly at five and a half to one, and the Bengals at seven to one. I mean, I, I wouldn't take any NFC team, not one. I mean, the Phillies Phillies as banged up as they've been all year. I just I can't bet Purdy to win the Super Bowl. No. At some point, that's got to come back to them, right? Even though they are by far the best roster in the NFL, and like I'm not, I'm not betting the Bucks or the Cowboys or the Vikings or the, the Giants. So like that leaves the AFC. Mm-hmm. I think a swing at seven to one with the Bengals would be Me too. Yeah, because they're not afraid. They proved they could go on the road and win last year. I think they were getting ready to beat Buffalo in that game where they got canceled. Now, obviously, I know going to Buffalo is a totally different monster. But they proved they could win an arrowhead last year. They proved they could beat the Chiefs again this year. I think 7-1, to one, that's value. Well, people keep talking about, about Buffalo and why they're making these mistakes on offense that you've seen this year, the red zone picks from Allen. Like, 
I don't think people realize how big of a loss Brian Dable was as their offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. To go to, from Brian Dable to Ken Dorsey is a massive downgrade at offensive coordinator for the Bills. I, I think at some point it rears its head in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And you know, Stetson Bennett kind of reminds me of Ken Dorsey. <laughs> uh, it's actually a valid comp. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about it earlier when we were talking about it. You think about Ken Dorsey, they won the national title, should have won another one, you know, just got upset. And you, you had a a guy who just had tons of talent all around him and he could distribute the ball. Mm-hmm. They're kind of the same person. Well, Ken Dorsey was tall and, and was decently regarded out of high school, though. Okay. But still. Yeah, he was 6'4". Listen, size I, is a new thing. Hey, I got a horse racing question, by the way, too. Um, <laughs> now this is this is totally off the cuff, and I know I don't do the fantasy draft stuff. Mm-hmm. What was your guys' thoughts on uh, Scooby Quandall this week at Turfway? That would be a decent pickup for the Turfway circuit. Turfway's um, running? Is that a racetrack? <laughs> I think I think we'll, we'll have to see. I, I would wait, as far as claiming him, I would wait to see what happens in the Bataglia. But I think he definitely is one that he's one that's on the radar because you have to take that circuit serious because you can get points and rich strike, right? Yeah. Papa dude, your face. Yeah. Papa dude, you're so upset. It's okay. No, I don't care. It's okay. This ball's going to jump to 36 and a half. Max Dugan's looking like the Max Dugan we all know and love from the Big 12. He's looking like that tonight. Let's yep. get another Georgia touchdown. Yeah. Get to 45 well, all right. I want to send a special message to all the Oklahoma fans out there who are delusional. <laughs> how far we are away from anything right now. TCU killed us. Demolished us. It wasn't even a game for a minute. And this is what the number one team in the nation is doing to that team. And we're getting ready to go to that conference. Oh, boy. It is going to be so fun. Man, if you're <laughs> Ohio State watching this, you're so pissed off. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they – they like, if Harrison doesn't get hurt, they probably win that game. They had every opportunity mm-hmm. to win that game anyway. Yep. And, and based on this, you got to think that they would have been – this score would have been probably not as bad, but similar. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, they got better athletes than TCU. Yeah. Ohio State does for sure. It it it's just a situation where it is so hard when you line up on defense and you can't do anything. I don't care how good you are everywhere else. You if you can't any resistance at all, you can't win a game. That ball was late. He's open. So who goes first? <laughs> first overall, Stroud or uh, or Bryce Young? <laughs> I would take Young. I would I would take Young too. Oh, if I were the Bears, touchdown. Uh, yep, we'll take those. <laughs> if, you if know, over runners not going to hit, right? Just because the fact that TCU can't score and Georgia's just going to quit. Well, the Georgia quitting is good for fourteen. <laughs> so let's keep that in mind too. This is uh, this is awful. 
I mean, they're, they're putting up 50-plus, right? I mean, it's 38-7 already. This reminds me of when OU played LSU. The they're going to score uh, first possession of the second half. Yeah. Georgia will. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, on every game. So For sure, game. I yeah. mean, Papa, dude. What? If I'm the Bears, I'm trading Justin Fields and drafting Bryce Young. Ooh. Gives me two more years under a rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can get a ton for Justin Fields right now, and I don't think he's actually as good as, as I don't either. we've seen, especially from an NFL perspective, because he doesn't go through progression as well. Yeah. You can get as much draft capital for Justin Fields, or close to it, and yep. take your, your quarterback number one and get two extra years on a rookie deal. Yeah, sounds good to me. Plus, you get you get another player or two, right? I, where where you traded him, or would you get draft picks? I mean, you could probably get a first, two firsts, and a player if you wanted. I wouldn't give up two firsts and a player for him, but somebody I, will. I bet you could get it. Yeah. What do you I'll take it as a Saints fan. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we well, do this trade right now? Well, to, be, to be completely clear, this is correct. It will not happen. There is no way they trade Justin Fields. They'll trade out of the pick, but they won't trade Justin Fields. They should, but they won't. Okay. I I had a rebut that I don't think Justin Fields is that good talk. I think if you put him in the right situation, he could be good. The guy can't run through his progressions. Yeah, but, you know, he reminds me a lot of, like, a Jalen Hurts type. And I, I think if you put him in the right offense, get him a good coach, I think I think he'd be in pretty good shape. Now, I mean, I think Bryce Young's going to be awfully good. and You know, that plan you laid out isn't the worst, for sure. But I think Justin Fields, he showed a, he showed he's kind of a gamer, too, man, this year. I, I liked what I saw out of him. But they, I mean, he's in a no-win situation with the Bears. They, they, they've done nothing to help him. Nothing. You know, my wheels are turning here, and that's a bad thing. But uh, I'll say this. If Justin Fields and Lamar could, like, get a swap over, it would be the same quarterback. Mm-hmm. It would be. Yep. I mean, that would be a very good place for him to land. I don't think there's any way you'd be able to do it. I mean, you could let Lamar go. But, like, as the Bears, you're not taking Lamar back. No. Because you then you have to pay him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think – I think you're saying let Lamar go and field to the Ravens. Field. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, Lamar's hurt all the time. He is. And he sucks. He's so, not real good. Hey, wait, 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 Aaron. Hold on. <laughs> he's hurt a lot. He is. Yeah. And he sucks. And he's fumble prone. That's the main thing. It's not his accuracy. It's he's fumble prone. And uh, he hampers an offense completely because he can only do one one kind of offense. So yeah. Justin Fields had only two games over 200 yards passing this year. Hey, <laughs> just just saying, <laughs> just, just saying, two games over 200. Hey, <laughs> I, mean, I want to hear it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and Rob Rob brings up a good point. I mean, Young is six feet tall, so he's also shorter for an NFL quarterback. Just has more of the pedigree on it. And like you look at Kyler, who's five ten. Like I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think Kyler's very good. I mean, I don't either. It's just there's a lot of issues there. You know, I think he's too small. I do. Well, he it's, these guys who rely on their legs at some point that's going to be a problem. Yep. And that's that's the same thing with Fields, right? 
Well, and the difference between Hertz and Murray is Hertz is big. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why he's big. Mm-hmm. He's huge. Well, he can be a physical runner. Yeah. Oh, he can. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. Yeah, he doesn't get hurt when you get hit, hit by NFL guys more than anything else. I mean, that's what's important. Right. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a He's a hoss. Nick yeah, said I, he's taking TCU plus 37 and a half. I would wait until the Georgia drive in the second half because I think Georgia yeah. is the opening drive. And, and then you get you just back. Yeah, then you get you get more and you bet back TCU. Yeah. Somebody always told me if you could get plus 44 and a half in a national championship game, you should take it. <laughs> we're, we're over yeah, half you know the total. You, you You're know, getting over half the total now. Yeah, that's true. It is half the total. Uh I'll say this, though. It, it is more important about when Georgia's just stops versus when TCU gets going at this rate. Yep. They come out and score this first possession, I think, though. I think they keep the motor going. I wonder what, what you get on defensive score for Georgia. <laughs> oh, what the? See, they're, they're, they're interviewing uh, TCU's coach, whose uh, name's forgetting me now, obviously. They're interviewing him, and it's like, what the? What can you say? Yeah, we got our ass kicked. First down, second down, third down, defense, special teams. We got our ass kicked. Okay. But we're going to go in and we're going to regroup. We're going to come out and play with pride in the second half. We still got a shot in the second. <laughs> in the second half, we cover spread. Yeah, Sonny Dyke. Thank, thank you, thank you, Nate. Yes. Yeah, I don't think they're covering the spread. No, I like Aaron's 13 and a half. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, guys, it's been fun. I got one comment. Is there any way Oklahoma can get out of going to the SEC? <laughs> Is there any way? Because that's what I'd be doing down there right now. It's you. It's yeah. Missouri and Oklahoma, man. Our two schools be the worst two in uh, in the conference. Uh, well. Vandy, I guess. You got to give Vandy the love. Yeah, Vandy. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, it's just a horrible time to be going to the SEC. I mean, it, it couldn't have got, it couldn't have been any worse. Georgia's well, seven point favorite in the second half, total 27 and a half. No, I, I have the second points. It's got to be TCU. You could play the under in the second half and have a nice middle over the 62. Yeah. You could just turn it off and go watch something else. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, I won't watch a play of this in the second half. I no. mean, I've seen it now. I hope, like, leave. I hope comes back and wins. You guys need to bet more. Eight I'll watch every play games. until they're over 62. No. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I do think this does. This may be the most embarrassing. Well, no, wait a minute. Uh, USC beat us 55 19. We hold a lot of records in these playoff games. Oklahoma yes, for we futility. Do. We do. But you also won as the biggest dog. That's true. Yeah, yeah many, 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 many moons ago. Right. Back when we had balls. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm no, telling on that note. <laughs> on that note, we're gonna get off of here. Unless anybody have any final thoughts. I'll go around the room. Everybody gets one final thought. Dennis, you go first. Final thoughts. I tell you what, I love Louisville football. We're getting better and better every single day. That's my that's my thought. I got a lot to look forward to. We're a football school now. I don't know if you knew. We're not basketball. We're a football school now. Go Cards! All right, let's go TCU. I like I'm all it on that one on Monday. 
Bobby Dude, final thoughts. I can't beat that. I tell you what, I, I am shocked. Dennis, what happened to their basketball team? What is going on up there? Honestly, we expected it, but we didn't know it was this bad. Well, why has it dropped that bad? Because <laughs> I mean, the, 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 allegations, the, uh, the lack of recruiting, the lack of anybody caring, I think that's basically what's made it drop this bad. So. Yeah. This, I never you know, thought I'd get. I, I did read we have a player in basketball that is named McCool who's on the bench. At this point, I would have to start McCool just for the hell of it. <laughs> Why is he on the bench? Well, because he's uh, he averages like uh, zero something a game. He's been playing for Maryland, and he's averaged uh, less than one point a game. That's why he's on the bench. But the same cool. reason. His name's McCool, and he's there for GPA. So okay, I see what you got. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know a guy named McCool. Actually, maybe they're related. Maybe I, I doubt it. Very seriously. All right, uh, Samich, final thought. Fade Louisville football next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that'll wrap up college football for this show for 2022-a little bit of 2023. One of the worst years ever in my life of watching college football. Why? Because my program, it used to be proud, is now a joke. We're not a football school anymore. We are a softball school. A softball and school. Starting very, very soon. That's right. And then, Papa Dude, we can be happy for a few months. That's so. right. We are invincible. In softball. That's right. Bring it on. Bring all you bitches on. We will beat all of you. We're going to the SEC. Doesn't matter. We'll kill them. Your bitches. No doubt about it. Just wait till we own Missouri. We own just just wait till next year when USC wins the college football title and tell me how bad this year was. Oh yeah. I'm very confident that won't happen. You know why? (laughs) Defense. Defense. Exactly. (laughs) Why? All right. We're leaving. Uh, by the way, NFL, go Jacksonville Jaguars. That's my NFL team for the playoffs. Let's go the fighting AEW Jacksonville Jaguars. Go. Let's go. All right. Over 62. Time to go. See you guys. See ya. <laughs> Five is due to bet sports. Due to bet sports. It's your favorite show. Due to bet sports. Where degenerates go. Due to bet sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. <laughs>